part of the problem with smoking is that I get really bad dry mouth. <laughs> so, what was I just saying? You've been smoking the devil's blood, <laughs> is what saying. Sanus Lapidus. Welcome to the Mickey Mouse Greenhouse. I'm KK. And I'm Wiggles. And we're here to review Disney Channel original movies. DCOM. To see if they get a puff or a pass from us in 2020. And it is getting to the end of spooky season. We're in the middle of spooky season. It's getting towards the end of spooky season. <laughs> we are already reviewing our third spooky ah. DCOM out of four spooky DCOMs. And this one is an amazing spooky DCOM. It is... Mom's got a date with a vampire. Vampire. Vampire is very scary. Very Halloween. Mm -hmm. uh, classic decom. Classic Halloween decom. Came out on Friday the 14th. No, it came out on Friday the 13th. <laughs> that was a typo. Came out on Friday the typo. <laughs> Friday the 13th. And uh, what'd you think about... Did you actually, first of all, duh, number one question, did you see it as a young teen, tween out here in these streets? In 2000, I was nine. So, a pre-tween. I was a kid. Pre-tween? That's, nine is a pre-tween. I thought pre-tween was 10 to 12. No, that is a tween. Because you're a teen. No. No, 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 no. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> you're a teen when you're 13. But, like, when you're 10, you're double digits. You're not quite a teen. You're a tween. So, when you're nine, you're a pre-tween. No, you've got that wrong. Okay, well... <laughs> because it goes pre... We keep saying tween. Pre-tween is not a word. Pre-tween... I, I know, I just made it up. But, like, if pre-teen... Pre-teen... If pre-teen is ten... Well, so, so what is pre-teen, then? I consider pre-teen ten to twelve, because thirteen, you're a teenager. Okay. So, what's a tween? I think that a tween is just... Like somebody between like their 20s and 18? No, I think that tween is the same as preteen. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> it makes no point. What do you think a kid is? A kid's a baby goat. But do you think it's a kid until 9 and then at 10 they become a preteen? I don't know. I think like kid is a, a regional thing. I think people just call them children. Where I'm from. What? No, I'm people call ever... <laughs> <laughs> Come here, children. <laughs> children. Come here, children. Uh, no, they, uh, they actually call them wards. But uh, <laughs> let's talk about the 13th year. Uh, the 13th year? <laughs> yeah. Friday the 13th year. Mom's got a date with the vampire. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Gelato again. Uh, we may have to switch up the strain after spooky season. Mm. But, uh, as you can see, my memory is gravy. Let me have a hit of that. <laughs> are we gonna... Because I'm not there. I'm not there. Are we gonna there. Mickey Mouse smoke break? <laughs> it's right here? Okay. Let's okay. do it. Light me up, buttercup. <laughs> Why do you roll your eyes at me? <laughs> yeah. I. How does it feel? 
it feels good i um was just thinking of something i was gonna tell you so that's how you know it's working it just slipped my mind it that's was something gelato. to do with weed i think yeah gelato that's that's what it'll do to you it slips your mind mm, really that's not good because y'all you already know i'm a little doozy well it's a good thing that uh wiggles is here with the wonderfully prepared synopsis of our decom that is definitely not the 13th year mom's gonna date with a vampire mom's gonna date with a vampire okay shall we this movie is our y2k decom and i'm surprised that they chose to go with this because i'm like in the year 2000 they could have gone with like something more futuristic of a scary movie but alas here we are. So mom's got a date with a vampire. So we start off with a vampire scene where there's a vampire who has the damsel in distress held captive while her beau tries to save her. We learn that it's actually a movie. So that scene just came from a movie that Adam, who's the middle brother of um, three kids, is watching while his older sister Chelsea is on the phone with her boyfriend Peter and little brother Taylor is hiding behind the lazy boy. It is Taylor. I wrote Tyler and then I had to look it up because in my notes I had both Taylor and Tyler. So thank you Wikipedia. But yeah, so little brother Taylor is hiding behind the lazy boy and when their mom Lynette gets home she is frazzled to see the kids watching the movie. But she has a little bit of something else on her mind. So before bed, to tuck him in, mom comes up to Adam's room and tells him that his dad, so her ex-hubby, is getting remarried. Adam is like, yeah, mom, no big, of course. He asked me to be that, what's you call it, groomsman? And she's like, oh, because she had no idea that this was even happening. So the next day school I don't know that was like weird because they didn't come back to that at all really I mean they did a little bit they made it clear that she was like feeling a little left out and the kids were trying to prop up her spirits a little bit yeah I thought that they were going to go back to the wedding because they made a big deal about him being the groomsman oh but yeah but that didn't happen <clears throat> So the next day of school, Adam didn't have his English report ready because he had been watching the movie. And instead, when he gets called on, he reads from his like favorite gossip. What do you call those? Like Sci-fi tabloid. tabloid magazines called The Weekly Secret. And he reads a story. So he's like holding it in his trapper keeper. So like the teacher can't see that he's not reading from like a piece of paper he's reading from a mag and he tells a story about van helsing the vampire hunter and the teacher figures it out pretty quick that this is not an essay that he wrote himself and she calls lynette so adam's mom and lynette is pissed she's like Adam, why the heck did you stay up all night watching this movie and not do your book report? And mind you, big sister Chelsea is in the background, like, snacking and, like, chastising him. She's, like, circling around the kitchen, like, ha, 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 see, you're in trouble. Like, ooh, you, you wouldn't do your homework, uh-huh. And, and Adam's like, yo, mom, like, 
and you can't ground me like or if you do ground me how about you don't ground me this weekend but you ground me for an entire week like like an entire seven days after that and the mom's like um why and it turns out it's because that weekend Adam had backstage passes to see the Headless Horseman concert, which is his favorite band. It's like the only shirt that he wears. Well, it's like multiple shirts in different colors, all Headless Horseman. So Chelsea's like, ha 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 ha, you got yourself in a six foot hole. And then mom goes, yo, Chelsea, you're grounded too. You're both grounded this weekend. And Chelsea's pissed because she has a date with Peter. And so to get out to their events, Chelsea's date with Peter and Adam's Headless Horseman concert, they decide to concoct a brilliant plan. KK, over to you. Over to me. So Adam and Chelsea decide that they're going to get their mom a date. Because if she's out here, you know, making googly eyes with the new man... She won't be worried about keeping tabs on them and their grounding, and they can sneak out and uh, do what they want to do. So they, Actually, not a bad plan. Yeah. And so they go to, you know, the only magazine that <laughs> Adam owns, Exists. the Secret, and they look in the classified ads of a um, tabloid, which is absolutely a crazy idea. Like, they really set their mom up for failure. And it absolutely fails. After going through a full weirdos, they end up on a guy named Wolfsbane, who some of his personal quirks are doesn't like Italian food and uh, not a fan of turtlenecks. Hates turtlenecks and Italian you know, food. But, uh, you know, a big <laughs> fan of uh, full moons and, uh, you know, <laughs> dentistry. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're like, hey, no red flags here. And they call Wolfsbane up and... They sent him an email. Oh, excuse me. This is super... The year 2000. <laughs> yeah. They sent him an electronic mail. And it says, hey, do you want to meet at the grocery store and, uh, you know, get to know this woman who, you know, you've never met before. And, you know, Wolfsbane doesn't answer, but, you know, I guess they'll just have to go to the grocery store and find out. So while they're there getting ingredients for chocolate chip pancakes that they just must have that they guilt their mom into getting for them. They uh, start wandering the aisles looking for random men who remind them who, you know, could possibly be Wolfsbane, which is really weird. There's a couple of scenes where it looks like these teenagers are just hitting on grown men and they're not, like, turning them down (laughs) because they're teenagers. They're just like, I'm married. Like, what? Hey, that's a 13-year-old. Anyway, Wolfsbane literally runs into their mom, but he's a nice dapper gentleman by the name of Dimitri. They don't know it's Wolfsbane. Oh, yeah, they don't know Because he just introduces himself as Dimitri. Yeah, he introduces himself as Dimitri, and Lynette is immediately taken with him. She's like, oh, my God, he's so gorgeous and Eastern European, and... He had an indistinguishable accent. Yeah, he said that it was Romanian and Ukrainian, which, you know, all of us big vampire, you know, aficionados know it's probably Transylvanian. 
But anyway, he's super attracted to Lynette and asks her out on a date. And Chelsea and Adam are like, cool, like, fuck it. Fuck Wolfbane, he lost out. And <laughs> Dimitri, as Dimitri is leaving the parking lot, Tyler... Taylor. Who, Taylor, excuse me. Who is the only person who's actually paying attention in the entire world watches this grown man walk into the middle of a parking lot and turn into a fucking bat. And I'm just like, no, I understand that there weren't camera phones back in the day. But I mean, like, what are the odds that, like, they would walk out of the grocery store and, like, mom wouldn't turn back just to, like, you know, get a glimpse wink. of the dude? Like, just wink at him? Like, this this dude immediately left, threw his groceries on the ground, and turned into a fucking bat. And Taylor was the only person who saw it. Meanwhile, Van Helsing, the vampire hunter from the tabloid, is cloaked out, and he was scoping out the place as well. Apparently, he he got a, a reading on some machine that doesn't come up later. It's a checkoff. <laughs> Wolf's, that uh, Dimitri, a.k.a. Wolf's name, was close by. And he uh, calls him over the phone and admits that he got away. Yes. So, since Mom has a date with Dimitri, the next day, Adam goes to school and tells Duffy that he can go to the concert. But... Duffy already sold the ticket to the school bully, I mean drug dealer, Boomer. <laughs> definitely a bully slash drug dealer. Yeah. And At- Duffy is definitely buying drugs from him. Oh, yeah, for sure. There was definitely a drug deal going on. Adam is like, I need to go to this concert. And he says, I can give you something you want for that ticket. And he's like, Boomer's like, what do you mean, man? And he's like, something you can't have, blah, blah, blah. Something that everything wants. And it's like weird because he's talking about a date with his sister, Chelsea. So... He's he's straight pivot his sister. Duffy is in, or sorry, sorry, Boomer is in, but is only as long as the night ends in a kiss. And Adam's like, I can't guarantee it, but okay. So the next evening... Lynette starts getting cold feet and thinks that maybe she shouldn't be going out with Dimitri. Chelsea and Adam convince her that she needs to go out. And when Dimitri comes over, mom's upstairs sulking and the two kids answer the door and Dimitri's standing at the door and he's kind of just standing there and they say, oh, you should please come in. And so... Oh, a vampire can Invited a vampire into their lair. You can't... Vampires can't come in unless you invite them in. Yeah. Which, of course, they did mention that earlier in the movie. They want you to know they just invited in a vampire. Right. <laughs> so, finally, Mom gets some courage, and she goes downstairs, and she's like, well, maybe we should have a night in. And they're like, no, go out, go out. And Dimitri's like, please, Lynette, let's go. And and she says, oh, I promise to be back, to be home early. And they're like, no, mom, take as long as you want. Have a good time. And so what Lynette doesn't know is that Dimitri is pretty well off. He had just, he told them in the grocery store that he had just bought like this old mansion by the lake and he was kind of using it as a fixer-upper. And 
he, you know, shows up in a red Ferrari, like bright red, right off the lot Ferrari, and he takes her out to like a very fancy steak restaurant. And it looks like the type of place where they like, you choose the sauce to go with your steak and like each side is sold like a la carte. You know those steak places? Yeah, back in the day when everything was open. <laughs> Yes. But yeah, so Taylor, again, the only person who is actually clocking this vampire out here in these streets is like, look, I tried to warn all the adults and the older people, I'm just going to go after this vampire. And Taylor gets on his bike and he just goes. He just follows this Ferrari. And so Chelsea and Adam are like, shit, we trying to get our groove on over here. And... Your babysitter's going to be in here here in 30 minutes. The babysitter's going to be there in 30 minutes. Because they got to get a babysitter for Taylor. He's too small for them to just, like, leave alone. Like, you're not going to, like, give him... So like, they, like, hired a babysitter. That's funny. Yeah, so they, like, hired a babysitter for their youngest sibling. So they can go and break the rules. But now Taylor has thrown a monkey wrench in the whole plan. And so they're like, we got 30 minutes to get Taylor back before the fucking babysitter gets here, then we can go off to the Harvest Festival get up. and get fucked up. And I can pimp you up. I mean, uh, nothing. Excuse me. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> but anyway, when they get to the restaurant and grab Taylor and explain to him that Dimitri isn't a vampire, Adam is just like, hey, I, didn't I teach you everything about vampires? And Taylor's like, of course you did. And so he's like, okay. So I'll, I'll prove to you that he's not a vampire. I'll, I'll do the spoon test. This is like a, um, a sweet moment. Yeah. I'll do the spoon test. And so, and so he comes, and so Adam brings Taylor over and says that, hey, he was really scared uh, when you left, and so he wanted, and he thought that you were a vampire. And I was like, of course you're not a vampire, and I'll show you you're not a vampire, but we have to do a test, right? And, of course, Dimitri who is actually being very charming in this moment, is like, yes, of course, you have to do a test to prove that I'm not a vampire. Let's do the spoon test. It's like, see, if I'm a vampire, I can't hold a spoon on my nose like this. And so he, like, breathes on it, and he holds the spoon on his nose. So, ta-da! Not a vampire. And so... Taylor is like, whew, okay, cool. So Taylor's like, okay, great. <laughs> Boom. And Adam is like, see, not a vampire. Even though, you know, he passed the bullshit test, whatever. But as they're leaving, uh, Adam sees a mirror reflecting his mom. mom and what would be her date, and he has no reflection. Oh. <laughs> I forgot his name for a second. The, the vampire guy, Dimitri, Dimitri. kind of <laughs> gives a look at Adam and uh, winks and uh, shows him the fangs and lets him know, like, hey, I'm going to bite your mom tonight. <laughs> I'm going to bite your mom tonight. <laughs> I'm going to bite your mom but, uh, you know, now Adam is all about it. Like, now he's got to convince Taylor, like, nah. Dude's truly a vampire. Like, Taylor and Chelsea, like, dude's a vampire. We got to cut off. We got to abort all plans. Mom has a date with a vampire. <laughs> he says it. He, he says the thing. So, Dimitri keeps laying it on thick at dinner. And Lynette is eating it up. He tells me that she has a fire burning inside of her, just beneath her surface. And Lynette is like, I 
need to go change my panties now. Fuck it. I'm just going to take them off. Like, Linda is ready to go. <laughs> and so she's and like... GCF. And so Dimitri's like, let's just go home. And, and she's like, no, 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 no. I want to go to this rockabilly concert. And so I didn't really know that rockabilly was a thing, but it looks this like... This is a straight montage territory. It, yes. Yes, the Rockabilly House Club is definitely montage territory. And I get the impression that Rockabilly music is something that, like, only MAGA people are into. I just get that feeling. I just get that feeling. So, it turns out that Lynette used to be, like, a Rockabilly singer. And they invite her on stage. And she's, like, having a great time. She's getting fucked up. And she's dancing, she's partying, and Dimitri's just standing there like, oh my god, get me out of this hellhole. But they call Lynette on stage, and she sings, and Adam gets into the club. And this is, how did he get in? He, he said that he was her son. Yeah, but it was very weird. He told the bouncer that it was her son, and they were like, fuck it. And, like... and so, he, like, gets into the club, and he's talking to, like, this guy he was like yeah that's my mom you see that guy over there and like points to dimitri and he's like i think that guy's been following my mom around and the like guy the concert goer that adam was not the concert he was like the promoter or something oh okay well whoever this guy was was like nobody fucks with lynette right and he like goes and gets um the bouncers the bouncers and they get Dimitri kicked out of the club. But Dimitri does like this weird thing where he like stares at people and like kind of makes them lose control of their body with he like hypnotizes them. Yeah. And so they kick him out of the club. And then all of a sudden, Chelsea, who's outside of the club, sees them kick Dimitri out and she sees Dimitri like like, like bend all the, the way wall. backwards mm. and then like walks up the side of the building. Yeah. Like on Spider-Man shit. Yeah, it was weird. And she's like, what the fuck? And so they get out, they bust this joint, and Dimitri's like, okay, Lynette, like, let's just go have a good time. Let's just drive around, get to learn more about each other. And she's like, No, I want to go to the Fall Festival. And I'm like, Lynette. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> Lynette is trying to avoid the awkward period where she has to turn down a sexual advance by putting more activities in, in between her and that moment. And so she's like, let's go to the fucking Harvest Festival. And the kids are like, fuck, this is the whole point of getting her out is that she wouldn't go to this goddamn festival. And go ahead, Dimitri. I'm just like, I honestly got fuzzy here with what exactly was happening, so I'm yeah. glad so you're doing it. Dimitri is just finally like, God, like I'm just like been trying to seduce this woman for like, you know, a whole date. Like I could just hypnotize her, and so he does. He just uses his magic and is just like hypnotizes Lynette and is just like, now but, I'm gonna take you back to my creepy mansion. But Chelsea sees this happening from the um, the Ferris wheel. Yeah. So Chelsea sees it happening from the Ferris wheel. That was like another thing, because what happened at this same time, which is like where I'm a little spotty, is somehow they get to the Fall Harvest Festival and 
like Boomer and Duffy are there and Chelsea realizes she was pimped out. Like that part I was fuzzy on. Yeah, Chelsea realizes that her, her brother pimped her out. And, and she's pissed. She's pissed. We have to... Like, I, I, I'm not sure how that goes back in the day. <laughs> they were more worried about their mom and this vampire. <laughs> um, Taylor is home to babysitter when Van Helsing shows up because they called him earlier when they were about to leave. They are like, yo, call this motherfucker back in his tablet again. The tablet is where we're getting all this information from. And so Van Helsing shows up and the babysitter is totally chill with this grown man hanging out with his child. And... You know, just kind of makes some small talk with him and shit. Like, hey, like, you wearing a cool hat. And Taylor and this, you know, much older stranger go off to, to save his mom. The the person who is here to sit this baby just lets them go. <laughs> so how yeah, they make it. Silly. So, so Lynette is you know, taken back to the mansion where, um, where Dimitri is, you know, doing his... Uh, vampire slash online dating thing. <laughs> Not online dating, tabloid dating. Online tabloid dating. <laughs> you know, he's about to, you know, get to suck some blood and they track him down. He's fucking pissed because, you know, you know, castle doctrine, like this is his house. They got there before him. Yeah. Remember, like, and they were like, they pushed the coffin out the window. It's like, fuck, my fucking coffin. And then when Dimitri and Lynette got there, Dimitri's like, there's been a human in here and like children <laughs> <laughs> smells like chicken <laughs> Dimitri tries to capture Chelsea and everyone's freaking out then Helsing uh, tries to confront Dimitri but Dimitri like throws him over a piano and starts speaking in some language I don't understand and you know there's, there's, they Transylvanian keep, Transylvanian obviously he keeps getting stronger and stronger there's, it seems like there's nothing they can do and uh, he's about to suck Van Helsing's blood when Taylor all of a sudden whacks him over the head with a baton. It was like the stake that they were going to use to kill him. Yeah, like, it's a Disney movie. They didn't want to, like, stab him straight up. They just beat him over the head with something. And all of their screams brought Lynette back to life. Um, I forgot she was dead. But she wasn't dead. She was hypnotized. Yeah, so she's... She's, uh, she's like, just standing there blankly through all of this. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's, she's like, kind of gets revived by all this. And, uh, you know, I guess they push Dimitri into the coffin and nail him in. Is that how it goes? <laughs> oh, I'm fuzzy. So, Taylor whacked him. Taylor whacked him. They, when he got whacked, he got a little stumbly. They grabbed him. They shoved him into the coffin. Van Helsing takes, like, so a nail nails. gun... Or something. Yeah. And nails the coffin shut with silver nails. Silver nails. <laughs> We're still following this. Silver nails. Moves <laughs> <laughs> high shit. Um, so everyone's relieved. Uh, Van Helsing and Lynette hit it off because, you know, clearly they don't meet enough. And they were going to... No, no, no. But they were going to ship... I thought it was funny that they were going to ship Dimitri off. So I guess they, like, ship him to the South Pole. And then they, like, ship him to... Where did he say? Like, Holland or something? I think, like, Transylvania or some bullshit. And then he's, like, spend the year there or something. And then they make chocolate chip pancakes. And they have to have rap. Yeah, so... 
they were like, Mom, we need to make those pancakes. We never got around to making the pancakes. And Van Helsing's like, oh, I love pancakes. Especially chocolate chip. <laughs> He's like, sir, go home. <laughs> so, so that was it. That was the whole that was the whole movie. Takeaways? So, few things first of all. One, Adam just straight up pimps up one hundred thousand percent. Asked his sister to not only date but to provide sexual favors. Yeah, for this that was dude like for a major ick. That gave ick. Gross. I hated it. Also, the scene where uh, Adam was trying to figure out who was uh, dating his mom, and he's just like describing the things that was on these guys' dating profiles to them. Also, well, not even all these guys' dating profiles, like. Describing Wolf's Bane's dating profile, like going up to random people and just being like, "Hey, do you like long walks on the beach?" Because how do you feel about Italian food? <laughs> like, they were like looking for men in like the pasta aisle. It's like you like uh, turtlenecks, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that was really weird. Best dialogue. There was a scene where the scene where Dimitri was like talking about the fire beneath the surface. And the way that he was just, like, alluding to, like, the sexual allusement. What is it? Allusion. Sex, sexual. Innuendo. Innuendos were, like, really there in this movie. I was like, wow. Dimitri probably can't eat pussy. Like, you only talk like that when when you're lacking. I mean, he's... He can't eat pussy. He's, he's, there, he's there to bite nice. He'll read, he'll read you the erotic novel, but he won't eat pussy. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I feel like that's, like, the best shade ever. Yeah. Um, I mean, that drives some people on, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. Also, this cab driver with this weird fake Indian accent... So they dropped... They took a cab to the mansion. And then the cab driver is just, like... Like, really fucked up Indian accent. And I'm just like, you're not Indian. Like, why did this this need to be an Indian dude for this movie? Why did the cab driver have to be Indian? Like, just so he could be racist randomly? Like, just be white. Like, they're a white cab driver. There was only, oh, worth pointing out, too. There was only one black person in the movie. Yeah. And she had a very, very short role. It was Adam's teacher... His English teacher, who ratted him out to his mom. That ratted him out, reported him for bringing a tablet to a fucking book report. What hey. the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, I'm about to fail your son, and like, there's something you can't do about it. Just like, tell him to stop being a stupid ass. <laughs> but yeah, so that was our only character of color. Yeah. Moment of montage, the rockabilly scene. The rockabilly scene. Which didn't need to be there. But, I mean, it did move the plot a little bit. The whole, like... It wasn't a montage, but how they filmed some of the scenes. Like, the fight scene. At the end? Yeah. Yeah, the fight scene at the end wasn't a montage, but, like... It was, like, weird. Yeah, and also, Dimitri was was whooping their ass. It was very 80s. I was like, what is this doing in a movie from 2000? 
hey man, it's a decom. It's not like a Disney movie. It needed like a. You know, like those like those songs. I don't know what the fuck that just was. You know, like those like eighties songs. They're like. You know what I'm talking about, though. Yes, those music videos where they're like people running on the beach and like. You are so far from, like, <laughs> what is in your head being communicated to me right now. I want you to move on. Um, so, Carolyn Ray from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> is our one notable character. Yes. And, and also, we couldn't place him, but the Van Helsing looked like he had been in other DCOMs. Yeah, he had to have been in other DCOMs. I think he might have been, like, I don't know. Maybe it was like Lizzie McGuire dad or something. Oh! It might have been the Lizzie McGuire dad. Wow. Right on the money. Hey, man, I was thinking about this. Because I was like, where do I know that dude from? Like, I think he was the Lizzie McGuire dad. Yeah, so maybe that's it. Um, okay, and moments, so he had a pretty notable Disney career. And, like, moments that are funny or high. Um, I definitely feel like all of the scenes with Taylor being, like, the only person who was like, look... This bitch vampire. It was funny. I don't really think this movie was funny. That, that was pretty funny. I didn't think. Yeah, that was, was pretty unintentionally funny. I feel like we laughed at a couple scenes, but like nothing really stands out as funny to me. I guess there's only one more question then. Does get a puff or a pass for you in spooky season? Hmm. And let me explain. Oh, go, you go ahead. Sorry, I was. No, no, no. I think that I am also going to give this one a puff. Although, it's like, not my favorite decom. I think that there, that's really interesting. There's like a lot of good individual performances. Like, Carolyn Ray was actually really entertaining. Uh, yeah. It was classic decom, and so if we, you want a spooky but pretty uh, accessible decom. So we, I think both gave us, we both gave this a puff because it both pleasantly surprised us. Going into this movie, the first scene, we were like, this is going to be a long movie. We're not really looking forward to it. Um, especially considering we really liked Twitches from last week. So we were like, you win some, you lose some, right? And <laughs> and we both like liked this movie. Like there was a good amount of filler, but it wasn't like too it wasn't like smothering, you know? Like I don't really understand what happened with like the whole full harvest festival scene. That could have been a little bit condensed. Some some stuff could have just been like condensed, like the rockabilly scene. Although that was, like, a montage. But, like, it was a good movie. Yeah, I thought it was pretty solid. Yeah, we liked it. Yeah, and I feel like, as far as decoms for Halloween go, like, I mean, definitely not the worst. And and I think this would be, like, watchable with kids, too. Absolutely. We should, we should start doing that. Like, we should start rating things, like, like, we'll think of a system. This is the whole point of this podcast. Yeah, the, but we never found a way to rate, like, your experience and your kids' experience. Yeah. We don't have kids. No, we don't. 
<laughs> so hey, watch this with your kids. Tell us what they feel. You yeah. Know, give them a survey. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> yeah. Make them call in. So KK, what are you up to this week? Uh, you know, this week I feel like, you know, I'm staying inside wearing my mask, drinking water. Mm-hmm. What about you, Wiggles? What up to? Yeah. Um. Well, I know what I'm doing on Wednesday night. Do you know what you're doing on Wednesday night? We're watching The Bachelorette. We're watching. So we put a question on our Instagram stories, and we had a loyal six listeners combined that said that they would want us to review an episode of The Bachelorette, and mind you, there wasn't a single person that said they didn't want us to. So. So it's unanimous. It's a unanimous decision. Thank you, six voters. It's a quorum, at least. Um, <laughs> and so, we are big Bachelorette fans. We we love the Disney family, you know, so ABC <laughs> um, represent. <laughs> no. So, we like the Bachelorette, and this season is interesting, for those of you who don't know. But, we thought maybe, and by we thought it meant... I mean, I thought that, like, maybe we could do a, a recap at some point. We'll see. It's a long-ass show. It's a long show. But I'm like, I don't think we should do every week recap. I think we should just do, like, a, you know, every few episodes, a mid-season check-in. Yeah. You know, something like that. So. Well, well uh, Bane the Podcast Dog is... She just got up for a big stretch. She'll let us know what we have to do. Yeah. She, she sets the agenda. And again, if you haven't checked out... If you haven't checked out Penny the Podcast Dog, again, Penny underscore the underscore podcast underscore dog. I should probably just get rid of the underscores. I don't think there's any other Penny the Podcast Dog on TikTok. But she has a TikTok account and she posts every week. <laughs> yeah, she's and letting you know how the sauce is made. She's letting you know how the sauce is made. But... You know, subscribe for more Pennycons. Yeah. And, uh, you know, listen for this for more Daycast Disney reviews. And I think, wait, before we go, I think we should advertise what movie we're watching next week so that people can get excited and people maybe can watch it. So I want all of our listeners to definitely get a head start on watching this one. If you don't get a chance to watch My Mom's Day the Vampire, or My Mom, well, Mom Has a Day with the Vampire, excuse me. I definitely want you to get a chance to watch our final spooky monkey cup. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Which, it's going to be my first time watching it. I know. Don't hate me. I don't know what happened. But I hey, never caught it. It'll be great for all of us to watch it. So watch Hocus Pocus for the first time with Wiggles. And not for the first time with me, but for the first time since maybe I was like 10 years old. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Okay, y'all. Have a great week. Stay inside. Wear your mask. Cast your ballot. We love you. I'm KK. And I'm Wiggles. See you next week.